Coming in live from my apartment. It's Robin's podcast, and now here's the guy who just traded three donuts to fill up for a full body massage. Rob Sestradino, hello everybody. Welcome back to Rob Has a Podcast. And I am very relaxed after my massage from Philip. I'm a little grossed out. He has magical, magical hands. He's got magical other things. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are back and it is a Survivor Podcast. Huge, gigantic show for you today. Huge. Yes. So we we had a Survivor episode, came and went. Mm -hmm. No, you know... Big superstars going home this week. Can you believe it's only day 12? Seems a lot has happened. Yeah. <laughs> Krista is the third, fourth person to, uh, fifth person to be voted out, yeah. but the now she's going to go to Redemption Island right. and lose to Matt. And she will lose to Matt. Christina eliminated from Redemption Island. We actually got to speak with her earlier today. Yes, yes. It was a good interview. Good interview. <laughs> good interview. We have a great guest today. Yes. Danielle DiLorenzo. Yes. Some people said she would never come on this podcast. You were one of them. <laughs> well, here she is. We are going to have an interview with her. Very excited. Hear what she has to say. Mm-hmm. Talk about all things Survivor. She's played with Russell. She's played with Rob. She has probably the best insight so far into the two of them. Yeah. So, happy St. Patrick's Day to you, Nicole. Yeah. I don't really like St. Patrick's Day. Why is that? I hate leprechauns. Oh. <laughs> I can see that. Uh, <laughs> they remind me of Russell. Oh. <laughs> uh, Russell would be a good leprechaun. Now, before we get into the episode and call uh-huh. up Danielle, okay. I wanted to give it a little bit of an announcement about an upcoming event that we are going to be at. Oh, wait, wait. I thought you were going to say you were No, pregnant. we don't just go to anything. We don't just show up. We're, what are we doing? We're fighting? <laughs> <laughs> you said you had an announcement. I thought that maybe you were pregnant. I'm pregnant, yes. <laughs> I am 16 and pregnant. Uh, teen dad. I am, a te- I am a teen dad. And you'll you'll meet her, and she's a very nice girl. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, Nicole and I are going to be at the Pachanga Facebook Reality Rally competition Ooh. in a couple of weeks. Are uh, we competing? I don't know. I'm not exactly sure. I, I doubt think- I would be. I don't think I'm competing. Yeah, <laughs> really not exactly sure. Yeah. But if you are in the Southern California area, uh, come on out and see Nicole and I, March 26th at the Pachanga Resort and Casino. Yes, we will be fully loaded. Fully loaded. <laughs> oh, Nicole. Yeah, this is going to be a good time. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. I'm excited. It's part of the build-up to the upcoming reality it's rally, like the which prequel. is... prequel. It's a little bit of a prequel. Yeah. There's a lot of like fundraising events that are going on before the reality rally, Yes, which we are also going to uh, attend next month. Right. And more on that in a couple of weeks. So who is going to be at this? I actually uh, have a list Pichanga. of the other people that okay. are going to be there. All right. Now, I don't know who all the names are on the list, but I know a lot of them. Okay. What do we got? So... Uh, it appears the headliners are Nat Strand and Kat Chang, winners of Amazing Race 17, the first all-women team to ever win the Amazing Race. Can you believe it took 17 seasons for two women to win the Amazing Race? Yes, I can't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, apparently they're a big deal. I don't, I, don't necess- I don't follow the race, Okay. but they're on all the promotional so material. Nat and Kat. Nat and Kat. Okay. So they're, And then uh, right after that, Jerry Manthe oh, is going to be there. Okay. So we could catch up with Jerry. Do they have the um, the Survivor slot machine? They do have a Survivor slot machine. Oh, okay. She which gonna... you have to try to get five Jerry's, five Rudy's, or five Rupert's. Yes, if you get five Rupert's, the thing explodes. <laughs> I think if you get like three Jerry's and two Rupert's, it also explodes. They, yeah. they all fight. It's a little too much. A little too much. Uh, 
Ben Benry Ben Henry. Okay, is I'm excited be there. to meet him. Yeah, uh, Kelly Zarnicki from. Oh, you know how to say that? I, I think it's Karnicki. I'm not sure. I don't really know, I, I, remember who she is. I think I made that up. You made that up. <laughs> Bruce Kengai, also yes. of Survivor Exile Island. Yes, Kelly's the blonde, the blonde girl. Okay. Yeah, she's really sweet. We've met her before. Okay. Uh, Jillian from Gabon is going to be there. Christine mm-hmm. Coria from Survivor Exile Island. Yes. Jill Haney and Thomas Wolford from Amazing Race 17. Amazing Race 17 must have been like the uh, Sergeant Pepper year of Amazing Race. Obviously. Uh, Mike Munoz from Amazing Race 14. What happened to his partner? I guess they broke up. Staila Ginakos Gina- and uh, Ari Benias from Amazing Race 12. Are they are they Greek? <laughs> there was Greek racers. <laughs> like oh my goodness. Uh, then Dennis Luciani is going to be there from Average Joe. A good Elvi- friend of ours. Elvis from The Bull Run. Uh-huh. And Brigetta Tomarico from Project My World and Wanted Ted or Alive. Hmm. So you got a whole assortment of, of reality superstars. A-list. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So uh, come out. If you're in Southern California, there's a event on Facebook. So uh, go ahead and uh, check that out. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Pachanga. <laughs> that sounds like a good, that'd be a good tribe name, Pachanga. That would be a good uh, tribe name. There you have it. Mm-hmm. Okay, Nicole. So before we get into calling Danielle, uh-huh. uh, there's something I want to address on this show that uh, oh, we didn't really get a serious. chance to. Sounds I'm serious. A little serious. Okay. So no more fun and games right now. Uh. I know we have a lot of fun on this show, but uh, nice. there was somebody apparently who did not think that we were having fun. This whole time. And that is not what this podcast is supposed to be about. Um, mm-hmm. last not week, on our mission statement. <laughs> not on our mission statement. Last week, uh, it was very sad. Uh, you know, three-time survivor Russell Hance uh-huh. uh, lost on Redemption Island, ending his survivor chances for uh, Survivor 22. Mm-hmm. And uh, Russell was, you know, scheduled to speak with everybody. And we got word on Wednesday night that uh, Russell... Schedule did not allow him to do any interviews, and we spoke with John Fincher. We said, oh, I can't believe uh, Russell's deciding not to do interviews, and that actually wasn't the case. Uh, Russell actually did every interview but ours. except ours. Yeah. So uh, I guess the good news is apparently Russell does listen to this podcast. Is that good news? So we'll give a shout-out to Russell. Hey, Hans. Russell. Hey, Russell. And um, the bad news is apparently we've hurt Russell's feelings. So I wanted to And we've take... learned that he is sensitive. And he's sensitive. He's very sensitive. Survivor makes him very emotional. Uh-huh. So if if we could, if you'll allow me, Nicole, uh-huh. what I'd like to do is take some time to apologize personally to Russell Hance and I'm going to write a letter. You're a big man. That, well, th- thank you. know, <laughs> not a lot of people would do this. <laughs> so let me go ahead and let's see. Let's read the letter. Dear Russell. You're writing it as you uh, read it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm writing it. Okay. I am very sorry if I said anything over the past year or so. To hurt your heart. To hurt you in the heart. <laughs> you are the greatest survivor that I have ever seen. Of all time. Of all time. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. I am sorry if my impressions of you were stupid. (laughs) I should have known much better. Sigh. Sigh. 
I also apologize for having guests on the show who who did not like you and said mean things about that we laughed also. Sorry for the laughter. Sorry for saying that Boston Rob looks like he could win this season. Sorry. It does certainly appear as if the game is indeed flawed. I also want to apologize for discussing your your manscaping. (laughs) That is a private matter, and I should not have addressed that. Most of all, I want to apologize for my insensitive listeners. They have been quite hurtful, and inappropriate with their comments. It's horrible. I hope that we can put this all behind us and become Survivor friends once again. BFFXOXO. Rob, that sucks. Now I just gotta get Russell's address. Yeah. And then away we go. And then lick the envelope. Lick the envelope. Now, the other thing that I thought of that maybe, is it possible that they told Russell, okay, here's your schedule for everything you're gonna do, and then at 12 o'clock, uh, you're going to go on Rob Has a Podcast. And Russell's like, oh, hell no! I hate Boston Rob. I'm not going on his podcast. And they say, no, no, no. It's the Rob that sucks. Wait, I don't know who that is. I hate Boston Rob. I'll never go on his podcast. Uh, his his survivor podcast is for a bunch of bitches. It's flawed. That podcast is flawed. Yeah. So uh, I hope Russell will accept our apology. Yeah, I hope he doesn't put return to sender on your letter. Oh. That would that would be very hurtful. <laughs> very hurtful. Yeah. It you know, it's not we're this is not supposed to be a mean show. Not at all. This is a show that is is supposed to be fun. We we hug each other. We hug each other. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh what do you say, Nicole? Are you ready to talk to the one and only Danielle DiLorenzo? I am very ready. Let's do this. All right. Here. You ready? I'm ready. Hello? Hello, Danielle. What's going on? This is Rob and Nicole. Hi. How you guys doing? Danielle, we're doing great, and I I am very excited to talk to you today, Danielle. Cool. I'm excited to talk to you guys, too. Yeah. Let me tell you why I'm excited to talk to you, because I feel like that you are somebody that we have never really heard a lot from, that you are... Uh, a two-time Survivor player. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are a star of the upcoming 180 film, and I feel <laughs> like there's a lot that we don't know about you. <laughs> well, um, let's let's talk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't mean to put you. I don't mean to put you on the spot like that, but I feel like uh, that you have a lot to say, and I feel like part of the reason that we didn't get to hear a lot from you. Uh, the last t- the time that you were on Survivor, when you were uh, voted out, it was a double eviction episode, and you had to share the spotlight with Candace, correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I yeah, feel that like... Was a, that was a bummer. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that must have been tough. Yeah, it was. Cause I, I mean, usually you get your own time, but we had to split everything, which was kind of annoying. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad that we have a chance to talk to you because really watching this season coming on the heels of uh, the Heroes versus Villains season with Nicaragua in the middle, you, I thought you'd be a great person to talk to since you have experience both playing with Russell and Boston Rob. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, definitely. Yeah, so um, coming into this uh, last episode of Survivor, we saw that the people who were in an alliance with Russell ended up being in a lot of trouble mm-hmm. before Krista ultimately was the one to get voted out last night. So w- what were your thoughts on Russell and the girls who made an alliance with him this season? Um, I just think that it was stupid of Russell to come back for a third time trying to play the same game. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, by now, everybody's caught on his tactics you know he like he picks the two pretty young girls and you know promises to bring them to the end and he's already done that twice so it's like obviously everybody's going to catch on so i thought that was dumb on his part to in cocky to come back and think he could play the same game three times in a row um as far as krista and stephanie i just i'm like hello did you not watch how this guy played the last two times why would you even consider being in an alliance with him, just get him voted off right away and be smart and, and get in with the other six, you know, right. try to, the thing that aggravated me the most was that they didn't even try to build any kind of relationships with the other people on their tribe before they got, before Krista got voted off. It's like that day they just, they just gave up. They were like, oh, we're Russell's girls, whatever. It's like, why wouldn't you at least try to, to, you know, persuade someone to to join you guys, two of them to join you too. Yeah. I don't know. I was just, it was frustrating to watch. And, yeah, and, absolutely. And Stephanie's comments about, like, why, like, her whole team voted Russell off for no reason. I'm like, how are you saying that right now? That makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, that was a little stupid. You know, it's like, hello? <laughs> Danielle, um, I think you bring up a good point, because I think that everybody says, oh, why wouldn't you make an alliance with Russell? Look at Parvati. She got to the end. But I don't think anybody says, well, sometimes you make an, an alliance with Russell, and you end up like Danielle, where right. Russell turns on you at some point because he doesn't want you in the thing anymore. Yeah, I mean, he's so, he's so controlling. Like, he always feels like he needs to be in control. So, I mean, that whole argument with Ralph, I think, was his downfall. I mean, he just it just goes to show, like, ego gets in the way with him. Like, you can't let that control you or it's going to end your game. I mean, had he just said to Ralph, you know what, I found it, and, you know, like, that's it. Instead of lying and coming off all cocky and, and trying to say, oh, it's my game, like, I, I didn't find it, you know, and, right, I don't know, it's just the way that Russell went about it the whole third time around, I just thought was was uh, disappointing. Yeah. What do you think Russell should have done differently? How should Russell have come into Survivor Redemption Island? I mean, I just think he should have been, like, sat back a little bit and just kind of, not try to be in so so much control like he does the last two times he's played, which I, I which is impossible for him. Yeah. Um, you know, because he always, like I said, he has to have the upper hand. He feel he has to feel like he's in control and he's the king of the game and blah blah blah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I just that 
should have definitely not gone for the two younger girls. Like, I, I, that's just a dead giveaway that he's going to play the same game again. Mm-hmm. Maybe try to align with a couple of the guys. Maybe, you know, um, just anything besides what he already, already, already played. It's just yeah. like, come on. Just not be a bully. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Danielle... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just, I just, um, if he could just tone down his, his whole bullying and, you know, ego, then I, he could have played a different game. Yeah, right. I don't think he, he has the capacity to do that, though. Obviously. I know, I know, yeah. I know. And I'm saying, like, <laughs> I don't think he knows how to do that. So, yeah. but it would have been, it would have been cool to see him go that route and, interesting to watch you know yeah, it would have been cool to see him try to like evolve and become a different player but maybe next time yeah maybe next time <laughs> danielle <laughs> did you take any satisfaction out of the way russell went out of the game this time he was yeah, very I mean, upset he was you know what and i felt bad i really did feel bad for him for for like five seconds and then he just <laughs> turned back into russell again i was like all right i don't feel bad for you anymore um <laughs> <laughs> just, um, but yeah, I mean, it would have been nice to see him stay in the game just to see what would have happened. But I'm glad that they got rid of him. I mean, it's it needed to happen. He, yeah, it, you know, it was overdue. It's far, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was way overdue. So it was it was awesome to see him to uh, to see him get voted off so early. Right. And I do have to say. I do have to say this one <laughs> without Russell, uh, without Russell, or without Russell crying. This was a little boring. This it was episode, a I thought. This episode, yeah, a yeah. tiny bit. It was missing I mean, Russell. I'm not really stoked about uh, the Zapatera team. I'm just like that guy Steve. Like, I'm just they're just boring. Like, none of them have. There's nothing going on. It's just, um, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I just there's nothing exciting at all at least on the other tribe you know the personalities are right are, are more interesting to watch mm-hmm. I mean, you know there's always you know they're well finding the idol and switching it out and um but yeah, yeah i'm just i'm not really it, that episode wasn't too exciting last night <laughs> <laughs> right now did you notice any unusual uh dermatological conditions when you played survivor with russell was that nicole did i use that word right did I make up a word? Yeah, yeah. You know, no, He's not really. Here. I mean, he, he smelled, but hmm. as, as far as, like, any skin problems, no, I, I don't recall him, not that I cared or was looking, but <laughs> I, I don't remember him complaining about anything like that. So that was kind of nasty when he has all that stuff going on. So did, he have, did he have armpit hair when you played with him? Good question. <laughs> Everybody wants to know. I... God, this is ridiculous. Um, yeah, I think he did. I mean, I don't think <laughs> okay. he gave his pitch when, it, when I played, but I don't really care. even thought to, like, look. But for, <laughs> I don't think, I don't remember, because you know what? He probably would have had a problem, because it has to do with the the razor. I think he has this irritation from from his not having the hair there and his skin rubbing against his skin. Yeah, to be honest with you. Yeah. We'll have to go back and check yeah. the tape. That's <laughs> to go back and look at that. That's an important thing to know. Did Russell have hair under his pit? Yeah. Now, when you said that Russell smells, now, is that hard to be in an alliance with somebody who smells? Because when you're in an alliance, you have to make a lot of, have a lot of whispering. You know, you know you're spending a lot of time in close quarters. Yeah, I mean, we all smell, let's be serious, you know. Um, but, I mean, that that's 
the least of my worries. I don't. I didn't even care about right. that. I was just, you know, focused on game strategy and like if I could help the people that I was aligning with and could I get myself into the game. That yeah. I mean, people smiling and people having skin problems. Yeah, it's gross and everything, but <laughs> you don't care about that. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I, I'm just much, I'm, maybe I'm more shallow. Maybe I don't, <laughs> I want to be in alliance with people that have, yeah. you know, g- nice skin. That's why you were voted out smell forth. nice. That's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> um, and aren't, aren't wearing pink panties that sag and their butt crack is hanging out? Yeah, that <laughs> like was. Like our lovely Philip. Yeah, what do you think, what do you think of Philip? Would you ever, would you wear a bathing suit like Philip wears? Oh my God. God bless his soul. He's a trip, man. I, I don't understand that man at all. He's funny, though. He's funny to watch. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people have compared Philip this season to your former tribe mate and co-star, Coach. Uh, do you see any comparison between those two? Um, as far as, like, maybe... No, I mean... Well, I think that comes with, like, the whole social game. Like, I feel like Coach had some issues, like, had problems interacting with people just as the same as Phil does, you know? Right. Um, and Coach is always put on, like, like with his special agent baloney. Like, um, <laughs> maybe in that aspect, but, you know, nobody, like, skeeved. I don't even know if you guys know what that word means. Nobody oh, was know. disgusted, disgusted yeah. by coach you know and his it's not like he was walking around with his stuff hanging out like philip is but with his um, junk yeah <laughs> right <With his> junk. <laughs> but uh yeah no i mean i just think the whole social thing they have something in common with that I yeah. people had a hard time relating to coach because he had all these crazy stories and nobody ever knew if he was telling the truth and he called himself the dragon slayer and like everybody's like what is this guy you talking about and who is he is he He's phony. He's not real, and so I can kind of see how people would say that. Yeah. Now, but I love Coach. I don't want to. Co- well, you know, Coach is great. I, I worked on a film yeah. with him, and he's 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 awesome. He's a great guy. He really is. Yeah, well, I I want to talk about the I want to talk about the film and uh, that your uh, love scenes is that the right word with Coach? <laughs> but but if, let's let's wait a little bit, and then we'll get we'll get to that later. <laughs> Uh, okay. So Boston Rob is having uh, could possibly be is this the best season he's ever played? Is this the easiest for him? I don't know. Well, <laughs> yeah, I guess he's playing for the fourth time against people who've never played any times before. Uh huh. But it really yeah. is looking very easy for Boston Rob. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think he like heroes versus villains. I think just kind of uh, made opened his eyes. To how how much the, the game of Survivor has evolved since he first played. Right. Um, I think when he played on Heroes vs. Villains, I don't think like he had no idea about the idol. Like he wasn't even thinking about that aspect <laughs> of the game. So he was just totally thrown for a loop. And I think coming back a fourth time, I think he knew he had to have, you know, he had to be aware of that aspect. And um, right. he is, and he's playing. He stepped his game up, and you know, he's he's playing a great game. So it's yeah, good that awesome. he he knows all the rules of the game this time. Oh, he knows everything in and out. He's switching, switching out idols and notes, and I'm like, good for you, Rob. Good for <laughs> he, you. He learned something. Now, Danielle, I he feel, did. 
I'm curious to know of what is your relationship like with Boston Rob? Because I've heard that uh, at one point you were described as a female Boston Rob. Mm -hmm. But then I've also heard that you and Boston Rob didn't really get along on Heroes vs. Villains. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because, like, I love, like, I I remember watching Rob on Survivor. I mean, he's the one that kind of got, caught my interest for the show. You know, I started watching the show because of him and then, we have the whole, like, I'm from Boston, he's from Boston, and we have, you know, I know people that know him from the city. I just always thought he was a really great guy. Like, but then when I started playing the game with him, I just, I couldn't trust him. Like, he was so sly, and, like, I just didn't believe anything he was saying, and um, it was, I, I, I couldn't connect with him. It was weird. Hmm. So, um we weren't on the same page at all with the game strategy. And, yeah. you know, obviously I, I went with Russell mm-hmm. and, you know, that, all, that, that just right there offended him. And right. uh, I, I wasn't going to jump on a bandwagon with his, you know, he likes to get everybody like a, a, an alliance of six and he gets everybody all of him and do what he does. And I wasn't going to do that. You know, I'm not going to be on the bottom of, of the six. Right. I, you know, played a, I, what I think was a smart in poverty in in Russell, and it worked out for me. Had you know, had I not tried to freak out in tribal council, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, you did get. I up mean, s- I just lost it. <laughs> yeah, exp- talk a little bit about. We'll get back to Boston Rob in a second, but uh, yeah, talk a little bit about what happened there. I remember. I remember you you getting very upset. I remember Russell really uh, provoking you. What what exactly happened there? Um. Well, what happened was Russell was losing control, and yes. right. he was you know he was threatened by me. He doesn't like to play. He said this numerous amounts of times. He doesn't like to play the game with strong players. Um, and I think he thought he could manipulate me. You know, I, I played the whole like yeah, I'll just you know, you're in control. I let him feel like he was in control up until a certain point in the game where I was like, look, don't talk to me like that. Like, I'm going to do what I want to do. Like, this is not your fucking game. Right. Right. You know, like, I'm going to have a voice and you're not going to demean me anymore. And I was just sick of it. And he also pinned me against poverty and he started making up stuff saying that we were trying to pin each other against each other. And that's when my emotions got involved because... I was really, I really became close with Parvati on the island, and I'm so close with her, and right. um, I love her as a person, and I just got upset, um, you know, right. God, I mean, I'm human, and right. I, it, it just affected me emotionally, and I, and I, you know, unfortunately. Okay, it's coming back was, to me now. And then he got Jerry yeah. to flip, right? Yeah, he got Jerry to flip. Okay. Yep, right at Tribal Council, because I, I, I pissed him off. Yeah, so that's yeah. no good. You don't want to piss him off that, unless you have oh, <laughs> unless you have enough votes. He's such a bully. Yeah, I think he's I may have pissed him off, Danielle. He's mad at us. <laughs> no, may... he just had this way about him that was so demeaning, especially to women. You know, I was just like, I can't, I can't deal with this. This yeah, is cause, not because they're taller. You know? than him. Oh, so Nicole, it's not nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so <laughs> with um with Boston Rob in this game. Uh, it seems like everybody is just way looking up to him. 
even even in ways that you guys uh, never did. Right. Yeah, but everybody is looking up to Boston Rob. Like and survivor God. He can do no wrong right now. Yeah, I mean, he's in a really good place. He's uh, he's a really likable guy. Um, comes off very uh, genuine. It's all good now, but you know how this game evolves so quickly. Like I'm wondering, like what's going to happen next? You know, yeah, who's going to if they're going to stay like that, or if somebody's going to catch on and be like, "Hey, wait, Rob's taking too much control. This is what he did the last. This is this is how he got to the end the last time. Let's 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 do something about this. Let's not let yeah. him." You know, let's hopefully something like that happens. Otherwise, he'll get all the way to the end and, who knows, maybe, yeah. maybe win the million. But now it seems but, like the other team is even handing him votes. Like, Krista and Stephanie are just like, you know what, we're going to be with you. Like, everyone is just handing him votes. Yeah, I can't stand them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. See, I thought there was like a sorority of all of the women who have been in alliances with Russell that you guys are all tight now. Like, like people that went to the no. same college. I mean, I just don't agree with their with their opinions. Like they're like, We're Russell's girls, we're Russell's girls. Well Be your own person. Yeah, like I I just don't like that they're like so on board with him and it's so early in the game and they like like he has such a huge target on the on his back. Like of course he's not he was gonna get voted off soon. Like why would you think that he would make it that far again for a third time when everyone wants to get him voted off because they know his gameplay. Yeah. So I just think it's it's naive of them to think that just because it worked out for me and Parvati and Natalie, you know, and Nicaragua, like it's it's there's no way it's going to work for a third time. There's mm-hmm. just no way. Come on. So yeah. it, that's just I don't mean to say I don't like them. It's not that I don't like them. I just don't agree with with what they're saying. You right. know how they're so on board with him. Danielle, do and you completely alienating their whole like team? Absolutely, right. because of it. Did <laughs> you see that Russell said that this is the last time he's going to play Survivor? Do you believe that? <laughs> and does that make you sad? Um, does that make me sad? Yes, uh, it definitely doesn't make me sad. <laughs> uh, and I do think that that he's being truthful. I don't think that they've put him on. A fifth time. I mean, he, well, there's only three so far. Teddy is fourth. Yeah. Oh yeah. What, I, I'm. Stuck. I was thinking Rob. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't think that he would come on again. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I know yeah. if they offered. I know if they offered it to him again, he would probably do it again. But yeah. I think everyone's had enough of of Russell <laughs> for a little while. Kinda, it's kind of overkill now. I think but Russell some new new blood in there. I think Russell just needs to, you know, take some time off from Survivor. And then two yeah. years from now, go back when people, you know, forget about him a little bit. There's other people that come along. Right. Let his armpit hair grow out. Yeah. Grow that out for a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> now, Danielle, do you know, had you ever uh, wished that there was another Danielle on Survivor so you could be Boston Danielle? Did that ever occur to you? Um, yeah, I mean, I did, I definitely did wish I could be Boston Danielle, but I guess Rob took that. Took Are there other Danielles? I know there was Danny. N- nobody else is jumping to mind. Right. No, I think that's it. I think that's, I think that's it. Yeah. 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 Boston Danielle. I like that. Let's see if it sticks. <laughs> see, see if it sticks. <laughs> uh, 
Um, you know, the Boston Rob's big move last night was that he got the, you know, now that he's into these immunity idol clues, he already found the immunity idol last week. And so they, Grant opened up the coffee and were you surprised that people are not, especially after your season, Heroes versus Villains, why is it, aren't people really going through all of the stuff after a reward challenge? It's like, there's a reward Boston Rob goes through all the stuff, and then he finds the clues, and no, but nobody else really seems to be paying attention to it. Yeah, yeah, it just other it than just Christina. Comes with like, yeah, I mean, it just comes with like you really have to going into the game, like you really have to remember that aspect of the game, and you have to keep that, like, keep reminding yourself about that because there's so many, like, you know, the producers are brilliant on how they they give all the, the donuts and the food and it takes everybody's attention away and everyone doesn't, you haven't eaten in, you know, 13, 14, 15 days and all of a sudden you have donuts and chocolate and coffee and milk. Nobody's thinking like that because they're so, like, they're on the sugar high and they're like, donuts, you know, they, all they can think about is food, food, food. Like, so yeah. it, it only the, the good players of Survivor will really won't let anything like that distract them. And it's, it's just kind of something that you have to keep telling yourself. Like when I went to the reward challenge with Amanda and Colby, it's oh, like, the throughout famous that fight. Whole time, yes. <laughs> you you took like, what I was going to say. Yes. Yeah. I was just like that whole time from the second I got in the van, <laughs> all I kept thinking was I have to find that clue. I have to find that clue. Yeah. We sat down at dinner. I was feeling the tablecloth. I was picking a plate. I was, and you know, it's just it's just a mindset that you have to not let anything get in the way. Well, right. Otherwise, you'll just completely forget. Yeah, let's we'll talk about let's talk about that <laughs> a little bit. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, Danielle, I remember the good old days when people would get in fist fights and wrestle to the ground for the clues. <laughs> now they they can't even be bothered to not look at the donuts. Although I guess Colby couldn't be bothered to turn off uh, Treasure Island. He was just that, wanted to watch the movie. Was that actually good? Do we misunderstand no, what happened was- there? No, it was horrible. It was just, <laughs> I don't. I wasn't even. I wasn't even watching it. I was just like seriously, like clue, clue, clue. Where is the clue? Where's the clue? Where's the clue? It's got to be here. That's all I could think about. Yeah. Now, so, could you could you take Amanda in a fight if you had to? I think you could. I think I definitely could. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't mess with you, Danielle. I think you could take her. <laughs> I know I can. How about that? <laughs> don't mess with Boston She's from Danielle. Boston. She's got I don't mess moves. around. <laughs> I can throw down if I need to. <laughs> yeah, I am was... a classy lady, but in in you know in if there's a certain situation that requires that, then requires immunity idol clues. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for a million dollars, then I will. I will. I will fight for it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And you, you are, you know, I think a lot of people forget about in uh, your original season. I, I never know. Should, should I call it Exile Island or Panama? Yeah, Exile Island. Yeah, yeah and then you won what? The last how, how many challenges did you win at the end? Um, I won the. I think I won two. You won I the won last two. two? Get me to three. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, it's just a lot. Yeah. Something like that. Something, you don't even remember. Oh, I won the fire. Ch- I, won, I won the fire challenge with, against Christy to get me to the final four, and then I won the uh, the challenge on the lily pads against uh, Aris and, and Terry. Uh-huh. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people don't really remember that season. Why is that? Um, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't exciting enough. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I people don't know. remember. It was, I mean, it was a long Shane. time ago. It was five years ago. I feel people like people remember re- Shane. 
People remember Suri, but I think they remember Suri more from uh, Fans versus Favorites. I think so, yeah. And then I feel like, uh, yeah, people don't really remember, I don't think, uh, people kind of remember Terry, I feel like, but Aris, Aris not so much, and not I think so people much. remember you much more from Heroes vs. Villains. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I just don't think uh, our cast was as exciting, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. <gasps> and uh, were there hidden immunity idols on that season? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, who yeah. had who had all the idols then? Terry won a lot of them. Oh, that's Terry. He was good. Why didn't yeah. they bring Terry back for here? He's just is he, he just very likable. No, he's likable. People is love he? To, everybody. I no, no, some. he wasn't really that likable. Yeah. Like maybe you been? to the viewers, he was likable, but not players. So yeah. well, I'm like, talking about from the viewers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean for the um, like Tom, that guy Tom, that was a firefighter from yeah. New York. Mm-hmm. He like. He's a, I love him. Like, he's awesome. Like, and I think all the viewers loved him as well. Yes. And he's kind of the same type as Terry. And I think that's why Terry didn't get invited to Heroes vs. Tom. I think Tom got his Tom's spot, his place. which I completely think that he deserved it more. Yeah, well, Terry is like Tom's understudy. If anything ever happens to Tom, then Terry can just jump right in. Yeah, nothing's happening exactly. to Tom, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. No. Uh, one of the things that they started the show with last night was after the Tribal Council where Christina got voted out. They went back to the shelter, and I, I'm sure you know it's very tight quarters in that shelter, and it was raining. And so Philip, it turns out, has to sleep next to Boston Rob. And now Boston Rob made sure that Philip kept his underwear on uh-huh. during the night. Even, <laughs> but that's not stopping Philip. <laughs> even though that doesn't stop him, but it turns out that Philip is a very bad spooner because he slept with his knee in Boston Rob's back the whole night. Did you guys have that's any pro- any problems like this on Heroes versus Villains? Uh, no. I mean, we had like Rupert would always get up and start roaring. You know. He would, no, he would start, like, smashing wood at, like, three, four, five in the morning, and we're all like, Rupert, really? Like, can we sleep a little bit, and then you can do that? Like, come on. Like, come on, buddy. Like, let us sleep a little bit. Yeah. Just because he couldn't sleep doesn't mean the rest of us can't. Like, he just was not very considerate of everybody else. Right. But, um... As far as people sticking knees in, into people, no, that that definitely didn't happen because yeah, you don't want to be causing yeah irritation right. in, in in like at night. There's already enough of that going on during the day and at the challenges. Like, let's just let everybody sleep. In. Yeah, Danielle, that's decent. that's what Nicole does to me here at night. I try to kick him off the bed <laughs> and causes lots of irritation. <laughs> nice. That's what. I want separate bedrooms. Is that your punishment? Did you do that when she's mad at you? <laughs> no. We can't the time. talk about that. It's all the time. Uh, also go- going on at the Boston Rob tribe. So we have Philip, who's secretly trying to get rid of Boston Rob, although he's just sort of all by himself. But it turns out that there, out of these other three girls, there's Ashley, Natalie, and Andrea. So it looks like Andrea might want to get rid of Boston Rob also. Yeah. Yeah, I think that could be a potential, uh, potentially a really good alliance. If Matt can come back and get back with Natalie and Philip. Yeah. And uh, the other girl, what's the other girl's name? Natalie. Natalie. Oh, yeah, Natalie. So Natalie, Philip, Andrea, and Matt. I think that would be 
pretty solid. Well, I think Natalie is. Get Boston um, yeah. Well, I don't think any of those girls are going to turn away from Boston Rob. Yeah, they love Natalie him too will, much. Yeah. I like Andrea. Andrea seems to have the only brains in this operation. I agree. I yeah. like her too. I, I love Matt. Matt is like my favorite. I just, I don't know what it is. I just think he's a genuine, I just think he's a good guy and he's yeah, very he, likable. He's and, kind of a dreamboat. Hmm. Yeah, and he's hot <laughs> and it's like, Whoa. <laughs> um, yeah, he's just, he just seems like a really cool guy, you know, yeah. and um, that's the kind of guy you want to be aligned with uh, on, on when you're stranded on an island. Cool and guys. I, you know, I'm curious to see what his strategy is going to be coming back into the game. Well, he says he wants to get back together with Boston Rob. This is like an abusive girlfriend who then she gets like abused by this guy yeah. and then she goes off and lives moves in to Redemption Island with her mother or whatever and then he's like <laughs> Hey, baby, you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, didn't mean, I didn't mean to vote you out. It wasn't just me. Uh, it takes a f- five people to vote you out. And it's like, okay, just, <laughs> I'll take you back. I think they're just so threatened by Rob. Like, they just, and, and almost like, it's like he's a celebrity to them. So it's like, they're like, oh, my God, Rob, Rob. We don't want to upset Rob. But yeah. when it comes down to it, I think Matt will, will rethink in can- getting... You know, uh, I think yeah. once he gets back on the island, I think he's going to talk to Andrea, and yes. I think some sense will be knocked into him. And I Absol- really don't think he'll align back with Rob. That'd be yeah. stupid. I don't think Andrea is going to let that happen. Let them get back no. together. Well, the crazy thing was at that time, Boston Rob said that he felt like Andrea was the threat that, and they had this showmance going on. Uh-huh. So they had to vote. So he voted out Matt, but he doesn't seem to like he didn't seem to remember that he said that Andrea was the threat. He kind yeah. of forgot about her. Yes. So, yeah, oh, she's think, being yeah, nice. He did. Yeah. I think he was threatened by Matt physically too, like with the challenges and stuff. So he was like, "Oh, let's just let's get rid of Matt." And then Andrea's kind of just backed off and done her own thing and just stayed out of everybody's way, which is yeah. smart, you know. Yeah, they totally they should have got rid of Andrea because she wouldn't have won all those challenges in Redemption Island. Like Matt is still alive. It's yeah, true. That's the one thing that he did this season that you could sort of like scratch your head about. Yeah. Like, what? I don't know what you were thinking there, Rob. I don't think they yeah. got Redemption Island. Like, it did that concept no. didn't like get in their heads. Yeah, yeah, did, I don't think they did either. I mean, it's, it's there's so many other you know things that you have to think about. It's like, oh my god, like that's just like the last thing that they they thought about. I think. Yeah. He just realized what the hidden immunity island was. Like, yeah, by five years from now, he'll get Redemption Island. (laughs) By Survivor Thirty, he'll have that all figured out. Danielle, now you were on the first season with Exile Island. What do you think of the Redemption Island twist? Um, I love it. I think it's great. I think it just gives another twist. I mean, I think because the show's been on so long that they need needed to do something to keep everybody's uh you know, interest in the game because it's yes. just like after a while, it's like, okay, same thing over and over again. So I like the fact that that they did that and that you have a shot at coming back again, you know, that you can re, you know, get yourself back in the game. I think that's that's pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm enjoying it so far. I, I so far, so good. We didn't like it at first, but now it's it's growing on us. I guess it depends who comes back and when. That's mm-hmm. really going to be the ultimate uh, test of, to see and if Matt can keep winning, I think it's a good story. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But, I mean, it just it just brings back different levels because it just throws everybody off and nobody knows who's going to come back. And then when that person comes back, who are they mad at for voting them off? And then, 
you know, who do they align with? You know, it's just it's just an interesting dynamic to kind of watch everybody scurry back, you know, freak yeah. out when people come back in. And I don't know. I think that's going to be the interesting part. Yeah. And I think the next few seasons with Redemption Island, you're really going to see a significant change in the game because they're really going to realize what the impact of Redemption Island has, you know? Yeah. Or if, yeah. if there is, is an impact... I think there is an impact because the, these look at Matt. He's still in the game. Like, do you want to keep sending strong people where they can potentially come back and beat you again? Or do you want to send them out first where then uh, the chances are they'll lose eventually? Like, if Matt you know, has to fight 15 Redemption Island battles before he gets back in the game, better now than to vote him out when there's like five or six people left and he only has to beat one person to get back in the game. I guess so. But he's getting, he's getting a lot of rest yeah. on Yeah, we Redemption got to see Island. how it plays out. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Good with... Point. Uh, Krista going to Redemption Island. It seems like another easy win for Matt, too. Yeah. Seems like he's got that one yeah. in the bag. I would have to agree. Now, so I he, almost... So, so oh, how does ahead. this work? So he just keeps... He'll just... Matt just stays there and keep... I thought he comes... Doesn't he come back now or at, no? At some point. At some point, but we don't know when. Oh, okay. At some point I later in the game. I thought he coming back this season. No, but, next episode. No, not next week, but eventually at some point. They maybe don't tell you maybe when. the merge, maybe when there's eight, maybe when there's six. When they feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> Most likely when Boston Rob is there. Then yeah. they'll say, Oh <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's a good yeah, idea. So I definitely think uh Krista doesn't have a shot unless it's something like girly balancing yeah. or something. Or something about Russell. <laughs> yeah, it's about Russell. If it's Russell trivia, trivia. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Russell <laughs> Russell Hans is worth this many million dollars. Like, um, but so with Krista getting voted off, I actually feel like this was a bad thing for Boston Rob's tribe because, yeah, it was great for Boston Rob's tribe to win, but if they win, they vote off Philip, who wants to switch and vote out Boston Rob. Right. Whereas if by the other team losing Krista, Krista and Stephanie were two people that were going to switch to Boston Rob's tribe. So really, they eliminated somebody who was going to be on Boston Rob's tribe and kept Philip in the game, who is going to defect from Boston Rob's tribe if he has the chance. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think Rob realizes that Philip's after him. I don't think he has a clue. No, he thinks that Philip is just a space cadet. Yeah. So, I mean, with him not knowing that, then, you know, you can't really blame him. But... He should be talking to people and trying to figure out who's who's targeting him and get rid, you know, get rid of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy to say this, but it's almost it would be better for like, let's say they merge after next episode. It's almost better for Rob's tribe to lose and get rid of Philip and then go into the merge and they'd have five and the other tribe would have seven. But he would take the person he would take Stephanie from their tribe and at least it would be 6-6. Six, six. Right. And he has a hidden immunity idol. Mm-hmm. Rather than to win again and then go into the merge uh, up 6-5 six, or 6-6. Six, six. Oh, you lose me with the numbers all the time. <laughs> yeah, okay. So they have they have 6 right now. So they would go into the merge 6-6, six, six, but Philip would switch to the other tribe. Uh-huh. And then Rob would lose 7-5 in the vote. That's true. That is true. I didn't so, think of that. Yeah. So Rob's tribe should throw the challenge. If they feel like the merge is definitely going to happen and you never can assume when the merge is going to happen, they're better off throwing the challenge next week and getting rid of Philip. Yeah. Especially if they know Stephanie's coming their way. 
But Boston Rob doesn't realize that Philip's. Yeah, he doesn't him. realize about Philip, so I don't think he's gonna do. I don't think he's thinking like that. He's not, uh, think, yeah. Ah, uh, this could yeah, be the he's thinking chicken that he's, armor. He's safe. Yeah. He's thinking that he's all good and mighty and controlling the whole game. That's what he's thinking. Uh huh. Well, speaking of controlling the whole game, that we were getting a lot of clues last night. I knew it wasn't looking good for the Zapatera tribe right. when they started showing us how overconfident they are. At any time the overconfident word comes up, mm. people, a tribe's definitely going to lose. Yeah, Once you, they start with the edit like, oh, I'm pretty sure we can never lose. That's like when someone says, oh, I'm totally safe. Or it's definitely not going <laughs> to rain tonight. Yeah. yeah. They don't show that stuff if it's not going to come to fruition. Right. It's true. Yeah, I can't. It's, it's aggravating me that they're like, that guy Steve, he keeps saying, oh, well, if they would just realize that there's no backstabbing going on here and we're a happy family, then maybe they would well, they would think to stick with us at the merge. It's like, buddy, come on. Like, it's Survivor. That's not, let's, <laughs> right. yeah, let's not, let's not pull a fast one here. Like, that's not, that's, that's not the case. Like, things are going to change up really quickly. You guys are going to have to start stabbing each other in the back. People are going to have to start switching. Like, it's not, there's yeah. no way the six of you are going to stay close all the way through. Sorry. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Right. The big tension moment came when, after they did the puzzle, that David and Sarita were fighting, and David really took ownership of the puzzles and said, that's it. From now on, whenever there's a puzzle, I'm doing the puzzle. Yes. That's it. What, what do you think of David so far? Um, I don't really care for him. I don't know. I just don't, he's not really, he hasn't really done anything. You don't really hear a lot from him right now. Except I want to do the puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. And then like when he threw the challenge, he can, he, he made it way too obvious. He just like wasn't even trying to put the puzzle pieces. I'm like, at least catch them and make it look like you're trying. No, he was thinking. He was thinking. (laughs) He's like, uh, yeah, he just made it so obvious to Russell that they threw it. But, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I just don't think he's had a lot going on yet. Like they haven't showed him a lot, so he hasn't. You know, I don't. I don't. I can't really judge yet. Yeah. yeah. But um. But I mean, that was a bold statement. If he said he wants to do the puzzles for for the rest of the game, I mean, that's yeah, putting let, a lot of pressure on him. But yeah, that's let just, him do it. Yeah, let him do the puzzles. Do let him do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He should have stepped up. He should have stepped up and said something. If you really thought that he could do a better job than her, he should have said something. He well, it, it looked like she them. was. Yeah, she was doing fine. She had the first word and the last word, uh-huh. and really, or if you have the blank blank victory, uh-huh. or the blank 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 victory, how many different things could it be? Yes, well, she like, was going you... up against the puzzle master. But even Boston Rob was dropping the tiles on the floor, yeah. like. I know. She had a big lead, and she couldn't figure out from, like, she had two of the words. She was trying to put Russell hands in there. It was, like, sweet. I mean, if you have an S, a W, an E, an E, and a T, I would automatically put that together, like, first. Yeah. Yeah. She was trying to do the sweet Russell Hans victory. Yeah. I got to play words (laughs) with friends against Stephanie. I feel like that's somebody that I could get an easy few wins against. (laughs) Let me see. I'm not going to play words with friends against Boston Rob. I don't like that you play words with friends. Why? Danielle, do you play the words with friends? Um, I played Scrabble. Like, is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah. On the app? Yeah. Scrabble. Yeah. I've, I've played that a few times. Yeah. Okay. Words with friends. I'm gonna see. Look at Stephanie's name. <laughs> I'm gonna see if she's out there. Oh. Uh, what did you think of how uh, 
Krista said that the Zapatera tribe is like the Brady Bunch gone camping. Now, I didn't remember that episode where the Brady Bunch went camping, but apparently they, they, that did happen. Oh, yeah. I think she's just aggravated because they're not talking strategy, and they're all like, oh, we're a big, happy family, just camping away, and, you know, everything's great and fine. Oh, and it's just like, come on. Like, they should, if they were smart, like, they should make, a few of them should start making other alliances within the six, you know, and try to make some moves with Stephanie. Like, they they need to do something to, yes. to have their back because eventually the group is going to break up and then someone's going to get screwed. So Absolutely. I don't somebody's going to step up and start making something happen. I mean, I don't have a problem with them keeping the six. It's almost like by getting rid of Russell, the six is starting to crack a, a little bit. But what's wrong with keeping the six – getting rid of the girls on their tribe, getting rid of all of Boston Rob's team, and then when there's maybe seven people figuring out what's going to happen with the six. Like, why do they have to start breaking up into smaller groups now? Um, Couldn't I they mean, just, I just feel run like the it's table? inevitable. Like, well, Krista should have... You, you think that they could stay the six until and get her off and then go to the merge? That is, if the merge happens at six, they could go down to five and then... Right. Well, have Dan- merge at five. Right, Danielle. What about I mean, on? They could. What about on on Exile Island? Didn't you guys have a, a, a tight group that you guys went uh, really far and knocked off the other? Like, who was on? Wasn't it you and Terry and Aris and and Suri and Shane? No, no, Terry. It was Suri. Oh, he Aris, was from the other tribe. Me. Was it Terry? I don't God, know. I can't I... even remember. <laughs> yeah, there, there was. Yeah, there was a tight six, but that was like that was five years ago. I just feel like that was like old school Survivor. I just feel like now it's like you gotta you gotta come better prepared than that. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess you're right. I mean, if if, if it can work out, it can work out. But I just feel like, like it... right stuff is gonna get shaken up and someone's gonna flip and maybe not. I, I, I maybe not. I I don't know. It might not be good for us to watch on TV, but if you can keep the six together, I mean, keep the six together. Yeah. Go for it. Now, Danielle. Yeah, I mean, if they can do it. Yeah, I know I, know, I teased before that we want to talk about uh, the 180 film. So you worked on a movie with Coach. Uh-huh. Uh, when did you film this? Last year? Yeah. The end and, of last year. And how did this come about that you starred in a movie uh, with Coach? Um, it was actually at the finale, um, he was talking to me about this film that he's doing, and, like, I didn't even know, he, like, he acted, so, and I've been pursuing <laughs> acting for, for some time now, you know, since I've been in L.A., um, so, we just started talking, and he was telling me about the script, and then he's like, actually, he's like, there's, they're, they're not done casting, and they're looking for someone that, um, that you could possibly play the role for. He's like, why don't you, why don't you take a look at the script while you're here? I have it on my computer, and and let me know what you think. And it was the role of this this girl Tuesday, who plays the manager of of the band. Uh-huh. So I actually read the script while I was uh, at the finale in New York. Was it New York? Yeah, in New York. And then um, I I actually just had him read with me and, and sent it to the producers, and they like. They loved it, like I, because I, you know, like I said, I've been studying, so it was a, it's not a, it's a, it's a, it's a good role, and I was like, why not? You know, so that's kind of how that all panned out, and then I, you know, I, 
sent the producers like the tape and then I ended up meeting with them and then it just kind of went on from there and then I booked the role and now, started uh, working on it and started shooting. And here we are. Yes. <laughs> now, Danielle, I had heard a rumor that Coach originally offered the script to Amanda and you actually wrestled the script away from her. Uh, is this <laughs> is that true? That's the word on the street. <laughs> Colby was watching uh, audition tapes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's no truth to that rumor? <laughs> no truth to that rumor. Okay. <laughs> that was something else. So now at what point... It was, that, that was the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At what point I've seen in the trailer that you have uh, some some love scenes with Coach. At what point in the process did you find out that you might be kissing Coach in this movie? Um, I, well, I read the script, so I, I think I had an idea. I just don't think I focused on that idea. You tried <laughs> so to like, block it out. Like, <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Now that was uh that was interesting. Now is nah, whatever it's just it is what it, you know I do it's, it's not a it's not a it's, it's really not a big deal. Uh, yeah, is, I'm not it's, <laughs> it's not real. It's not real. <laughs> but is coach a good kisser? Um yeah. Yeah, he's a good kisser. Well, he seems like he would be a little sloppy. Okay. <laughs> it, it's sloppy. It was, uh, I don't know. It was quick. It was like, I, I, I don't like to think about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I don't want to be mean. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't remember. It was, you know, it was, it was for the film. Yeah. I was into it. It was for film. art. Yes. Danielle, are it there... my art. <laughs> yes, for, all for art. <laughs> are there any others, are there any of the survivors who you would rather do a kissing scene with in the movie? Ooh, good question. Ooh, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. The Elrod. Yes. Uh, very interesting. So when, how do we see 180? When is it coming out? Um, I think it's supposed to be coming out in the spring. Okay, okay. so it drops so, uh, come the spring. Well, it's already it's St. Patrick's Day, so it's, we're, we're dying to see it. Is there going to be a big premiere party? Because we want to go. Yeah, there actually is a premiere party. Uh, it's in Missouri oh. on June 17th and 18th. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll, but it's in Missouri. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll keep us posted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah there. Uh, I just got no to that. Yeah. I'm like, Danielle, okay. Yay, Missouri. <laughs> Missouri. Uh, Yay. Danielle, I know you have to run in a little bit. Do you have some time for some questions from our listeners? Um. Yeah. Yeah. How much time do you have left? A little bit. Um. What time is it? Probably like fifteen minutes. Oh, okay. Oh, that's plenty of time. Yeah. Plenty of time. Uh, okay, okay, so let's see. Um, let's see. We'll, we'll try to read only the most appropriate of the questions. Uh, okay. Some okay. of them are a little inappropriate. Some, some, <laughs> our listeners, they get very carried away sometimes. Uh, let's see. Like uh, what? what are the, what's the inappropriateness? Uh, I think they want to they know, uh, for instance, uh, Joe Combs wants to know uh, if... All the parts of your body are, in fact, the same parts that you were born with. Oh, tell him to screw himself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's a good answer. Yes. Uh, Dave, David Latch uh, wants us to uh, call you Double D. Danielle okay. DiLorenzo. Danielle DiLorenzo. Yes, I, uh, there you go. Yes. Yeah. First uh, and last name. What, yes. about, what about D squared? 
How old are we? Are we five years old? You get just are they that excited about breasts still? Come on. Have you not seen a boob before? Yeah, come on. Have you not come seen on, a listeners. Before in a bikini. Come on. Come on. <laughs> get real. Uh, all right. So what? Let's see. Philip Parker wants to know how was it working with Coach on 180. Um, Is I Coach a good actor? Side of them. Yeah. I got to see because, like I said, like on the on the show, it was like I couldn't connect with him at all. Like I tried and. I mean, I did a little bit, but it was just like I could never truly understand like where he was coming from. I felt like he was always putting on a show, and he was never real. Mm-hmm. And so when I got to work on the film with him, I got to see a different side of him, and it was just like he was fun and just jokey and just you know laid back and not so like I'm the dragon slayer. Not so out there. <laughs> so it was like yeah, it was it was cool. He was he was cool to work with for sure. That's good. All right, here's a good one. This is from Jessica Frey, who says, also asked Danielle, what would she have done if Shane Powers was on the Villains Tribe? I personally wish uh, that would have happened. I mean, instead of having a fake BlackBerry, he could have upgraded to an iPhone. But seriously, (laughs) uh, what would you have thought or done? Now, this is interesting because Shane was one of the alternates, right? Yeah, I think he was supposed to be on the show. Instead of Right? Yeah, yeah. So, but I think something happened along the lines of him. Russell got invented. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Shane like did something to piss CBS off. I think he oh. like oh, was talking online and stuff oh. about the show that he got on the show already or something. I don't uh-huh. know. But yeah, that would have been really interesting. I actually wanted Shane to be on the show. I thought it would have been a would- really great twist, considering him and I. We're cool now because he lives in L.A. I live in L.A. I mean, I haven't seen him in a while, but um, we definitely didn't get along the first time. We right. played. Yeah. Would you have uh, gotten but, along the second time? You feel like you could have worked together? Uh, yeah, I think I could have manipulated him. I could have seduced him. Whoa. <laughs> How do you mean seduced him? <laughs> That's never happened to Rob um, before. He doesn't know what it means. I don't know what that means. <laughs> With my girl powers. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So that would have been a showmance, potentially? No, no, no. Nothing <laughs> Not like that, that way? No, no, I just mean, like, I, I could get him under my wing. Like, oh. I could get put him, him, put him to, under your to do what I want. Yeah. Put yes. him under my spell. <laughs> <laughs> um, and one more Shane question. Mike Ledoux wants to know, uh, ask Danielle, who is the craziest? Courtney, Shane, Coach, or Russell? I guess we put Philip in the mix too. Let's put Philip in there too. Who's the kookiest out of that group? Who's the kookiest? Uh, like I wouldn't say Russell was kooky. He was just evil and like creepy and like smelly, weird, like just kind of <laughs> yeah, smelly. The trifecta. Uh, <laughs> kooky is like Courtney was definitely she was out there. She's yeah. um, I mean, I love Courtney, but she just she lost her mind. Yeah, Shane Did- was. Was Shane in there too? He was in there too. Yeah, Shane was definitely. Did you run into? Uh, I don't know. That's a tough one, man. That's a tough one. <laughs> Did you run into uh, the other Courtney at the ten-year uh, uh, reunion party by any chance? Oh yeah, I definitely did. Before <laughs> yeah. she was kicked out. That was a, that was a good one. Uh, <laughs> so, John Paul Allen wants to know, uh, Danielle, do you know what happened between Amanda and Parvati and why they're not friends anymore? Do we have an answer to this question? Um, I just think that 
their their friendship was just based on the show. I don't yeah. think there was a friendship outside of the show. And I think coming back a second time, I think Parvati was like, you know, she's not like she's not really my friend. Like I haven't talked to her since since the show, and mm-hmm. I don't, you know. So I, I just think it was like one of those things where it wasn't really a true friendship. It was more so. So they were never really the, friends. I mean, they were, they were, but just for the show, you know yeah. what I mean? Like they were on the Island, but then when they got back to reality, there was no like, let's hang out. Let's, let's do this. Let's, right. You know what I mean? Like, so it was just kind of like, and then when they came back like, the second time, I think there was just some animosity from the last game and stuff. And then, yeah, it was awkward. Uh, yeah. Jealousy. And, you know, I just think that caused some issues. And, oh, that's yeah. no good. Uh, Jordan Kalish wants to know in Exile Island why did you choose to take Aris to the end instead of Terry do you now do you remember doing that <laughs> oh yeah I okay. did um, because Suri promised me that if I took Aris that she would vote for me yes that's why I took Aris instead of Terry because she said that if I took Terry then nobody from my tribe would vote for me Okay. And do you wish you would have done that differently? Do you wish you would have taken Terry and uh, seen what happened? I, you know what? Even if I took Terry, I don't know what would have happened. So yeah. it's like, I kind of just went with, I was with Aris and three the entire time. The, that was my alliance. And to turn on them at that point, I was like, uh, I was, it was, it was a, it was a shot in the dark and I took a chance and I lost. And I can't say if I went the other way that it would have turned out for me, too, because who knows, it might not have as well. So it was just kind of like I had to make a decision, and that was the one that I made. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Did you ever think of paying Aris $10,000 for the title of Soul Survivor? Absolutely not. (laughs) Okay. uh, Because I know know somebody who did that once. That's all I'm saying. Uh, (laughs) uh, Kathleen. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kathleen Moravik, uh, chick, uh, I think I definitely butchered that one. Uh, ask her if there are any previous survivors that you would have liked to have seen on Heroes vs. Oh, Villains. That's a good question. Was there anybody that you think should have been there that wasn't? Um, let's see. I, like, I, I really would have liked to see Shane on there. Yeah. Um, besides that... Yeah, and besides Rob Sesternino, because that's uh, obvious. Obviously, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't. I, I think I can't really. I think everybody was pretty deserving that was on there. Yeah. Right. Uh, here's a good one. Uh, Megan Hasu wants us to set you up with John Fincher. Do you oh. want to go? Do you want to go on a date with John Fincher? We're doing a dating show for John Fincher. <laughs> Wait, I, who's John Fincher? Oh no, he was uh, he was on Survivor Samoa. Uh, he was. He was the one of the guys the who rocket scientist. Yeah, one of the guys who wasn't Russell. He was the guy who was the uh, rocket scientist. He had a nice shirt. Yes. Oh, he's the rocket scientist, the older guy? No, no. The, he was he's younger. He's, he's young. Yeah, do you want to go on a date Is with he him? Hot? He's hot. Is he hot? All right, Nicole. He's you, hot. you didn't have to jump in like that. <laughs> oh, I'm getting you could have said yes. He's, right, yeah, he's, he's, a, sure, he's an attractive man. Okay, sure. Uh <laughs> Let's see. Uh, we'll set it up, Daniel. I'm single. I'm single. Why not? Yeah. Uh, other uh, other ones. I don't want to. I don't want to read because they're in a, they're inappropriate. This so, one. I have a this question. guy Frank Clark oh. is a real piece of work. Yeah. Uh, let's see. 
All right, go ahead. Nicole has a question. So, Danielle, is it the real you on Twitter? Oh, God. Everyone keeps asking me that. I do have an account, but I don't use it. I need to start using it. Okay. That is going to... So, it, it probably is me. Uh-huh. Um, is it, are they posting stuff? Not recently. But they were they? They were, yeah. Yes. Like what? Um... Oh, is there a potential fake Danielle DiLorenzo on Twitter? I think there was something about you getting verified. I I, I remember questioning on how to get getting. verified how to get verified on Twitter. Could the fake oh. uh, that would be a real twist if the fake Danielle DiLorenzo was trying to get verified yeah. as the real Danielle <laughs> DiLorenzo. That would be a real <laughs> Be a real no, switcheroo. I, mean, I had I had somebody set it up for me, uh-huh. like the, okay, so a woman doing my website. But I'm wondering if that's who did that. But mm. I haven't posted anything. So okay, okay. a ghost tweeter, perhaps. A ghost tweeter. <laughs> I'll have to look into that. I need to get on the the tweeter because a lot of people have been asking. <laughs> so the yes. tweeter. <laughs> I need to get I, with it. I got to get on the tweeter too. I think there's a few of you. I just looked. I did a search, and there's a few of you. Okay. Oh, oh really? a, a yeah. few Danielle De Lorenzo's. Yeah. Uh oh, you gotta, you gotta wow, watch so out for that. Fake Twitters. Wow. <laughs> that means you made it in the world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's. <Jesus. laughs> a lot of que- A few co- questions from people about uh, Bob Dog uh, and why did you and Bob Dog uh, not get along? Let me see if I can find uh, w- one of the specific ones. Um, you know, why don't you? Uh, a- ask you about Bob Dog and let me see if I could find one of those questions. What, what, what was there, what was the beef between you and Bob Dog on Exile Island? I think, um, I just think I thought he was like abrasive and not, I mean, he's, I know, I know him off the show and he's amazing. He's a great guy. But at that time, I just think we were just at each other's hair. Um, I think he stole like some of the liquor and like hid and I don't know. I don't even remember. This is so long ago. I don't. I just think uh, we just got off on the on a bad start. I think we were just aligned with different people. We had different views, and um, we were both kind of hot headed. So it just, I, I think that's kind of why. Yeah, it's but a mix. I, like I said, I don't really remember. <laughs> it yeah. was so long ago. It was. It was and pretty I long ago. It. Well, we get along great now. I mean, there's no. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. All, so. Yeah, you're great. So you're still looking for this comment? I don't think it yeah. exists. There, no, there was, a, there was a couple of them. Yeah, uh, yeah and I think that's probably uh, all, all the questions that would be appropriate to ask you. Okay. <laughs> great. You can imagine how the rest Lovely. went. Uh, <laughs> a, a lot, and a lot of them are stuff that we covered about Colby and, and yeah. all that stuff. And uh, fighting with okay, Amanda. Cool. Somebody wanted to know, how come you didn't know how to spell Aris's name on day 38? <laughs> I don't know. God, shoot me in the foot. I mean, how do they spell it? It's, uh, I think it's an awkward thing to ask somebody on Survivor before yeah, Tribal you Council. That? You say, how do you spell hey, their name? I've never met it. I've never met anyone that's named Aris before. And, you know, I, that's like the last thing that you ever think about is how to spell somebody's name. Well, so I would be I, very offended on Survivor if somebody came up to me and said, by the way, how do you spell your name again? How, uh, is, that with, spell, is that with two S's? Spell my name wrong. Yeah. Really? Spell my name wrong. So come on. <laughs> like, yeah. that's at least a name that you don't hear very often, and, you know, and you couldn't mess up. And on day 30, I was seeing, like, I was hallucinating. I hadn't eaten. I hadn't slept. Double I was, vision. like, seeing stars. I mean, come on. Give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Good stuff. So, well, 
Well, Danielle, thank you I'm so also, much. I just also want to let you guys know, too, that I'm doing um, a psychological thriller of a supporting role in that. It's going to be coming out in the summer. And um, I'm part of a, a drama series, uh, a lead role in that as well. Um, that's also going to be coming out hopefully in the next few months. So um, you can just tell everybody to oh, keep, keep us posted. Yeah. Watch out. You just did. Yeah. Yeah. Danielle, now you got to get this Twitter fixed. I I know. I don't know. So if other people are twitting with my name, how does that work? How do like if I start <laughs> twitting, are people going to be like? Well, what you should do is see if you can contact those people and then tell them what to tweet. And then you don't even have to tweet. You have all these other people, an army of Danielle D. Lorenzo's out there that are getting the message out there. <laughs> no, we need the real Danielle D. Lorenzo. <laughs> <laughs> so I yeah, I, I'll have to look into that and figure that out. Yeah. I have people making websites for me. Like, I mean, I have someone stole my DanielleDeLorenzo.com. I had to, like, what's, rename. What's it's on? like, really? <laughs> why Why does people have, like, this much time on their hands that they care to, like, start false websites and tweets and Facebook pages that aren't theirs? Like, I don't get it. No, yeah. Nicole, bring up DanielleDeLorenzo.com. What's on DanielleDeLorenzo.com? Is it is it the old it's site some, that like, used to be RussellGotScrewed.com? No, it's uh, it's like some food, health food, dot uh, com. It's, oh, it's about all like healthy food and stuff. Well, that's good. Yeah, I mean it's not bad. It's just oh, like yes, yeah, it's got a picture of you on it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's got a picture of me. Yeah, like, great health, beauty, nutrition means a full fat salad. <laughs> 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 all on DanielleDeLorenzo.com. <laughs> Although it's not, it's not the greatest picture, you look a little confused. Yeah, it looks like you from it's it's you from uh, the first time around, I think. Yeah, I hate those pictures. Full fat salad. Now, what's Danielle? What's in a full fat salad? I have no idea. What do you mean? It's your website. <laughs> okay. No, it's not. Somebody made it up. I'm gonna make this my homepage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna make up a fake Danielle DiLorenzo dot net. Uh oh. Sell and sell half fat oh, salads. All right, you need you need a hobby. <laughs> it's it's all of the taste of salad with only half the fat. Danielle DiLorenzo dot net. <laughs> I'm good. sorry for his oh, behavior. <laughs> all right, Danielle, I know I know you gotta go, but thank you so much for your time. Uh, this was, this it was, was a lot, lot of fun. fun. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like we finally awesome. we yeah, finally got to know too. you. Yeah, I'm glad you guys. What do you think? Give, uh, give the Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Pretty awesome. Yes. Much better than the fake Danielle DiLorenzo we had on last week. Yeah, she sucks. Yeah. All right, Danielle. Thanks so much. All right, you guys. Have a good night. Bye, Danielle. Take care. Okay. Bye. Well, Rob, there you go. Yeah. Danielle DiLorenzo. How do you like that? That was was a good time. Yeah. Danielle DiLorenzo was uh, exceeded expectations. Yeah. Maybe she'll put in an application for my new BFF. Yeah, and watch out for the fake Danielle DiLorenzo and (laughs) DanielleDiLorenzo.com. So, Nicole, before we get into uh, the comments, was there anything else from last night's episode that we didn't get into? I think there was a lot that we didn't get into. All right, let's let's hit on some of the things that we didn't touch on with Danielle. I don't want the listeners to get mad at us. No. (laughs) When have the (laughs) listeners ever gotten mad? I know. They're so calm. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what what do you got, Nicole? Well, let's talk about the Tribal Council. Okay. Uh, you were saying to me earlier uh-huh. that you were upset about this tribal council, and I'm not exactly sure why. Because back in, when um, Brenda 
was being voted out. She refused to scramble. Yes. And that bothered me then. Okay. Okay. Now, Krista and Stephanie, they didn't scramble or whatever, however you want to call it. They didn't try to save themselves. There was so much that they could have done to, to save themselves. This is an interesting point you bring up. Yes. Because uh, basically Krista, in her interview before Tribal Council, she was sort of like, you know what? It's hopeless. And that's why there's not even any point scrambling. She's like, you know, there's no point in scrambling because they're a really tight six, except for the fact that Mike and Steve have their own thing going and David hates Sarita and Julia's yes. her own. It was and, like, and really? it's just like, here's like eight reasons why I should be scrambling or things I should potentially be doing. Uh huh. Um, was she still like stabbed in the heart from Russell's departure? think so oh my god you don't get over that quick. i guess not we, but we never knew that because he never left us yes he's still well uh, philip is still in the game so yes. russell is still also he lives in the on, game. yeah he, he lives on yeah uh so i also thought it was weird at the tribal council that you know i felt like jeff was making a really big deal out of like uh what krista was saying but I didn't really think that there was anything that was that explosive that she was revealing. I think it was kind of obvious what she was re- revealing. She's like, like, and Mike and Steve have an alliance, and uh, and also then uh, this person is friends with this person, and yeah. and Jeff is like, whoa, and, whoa, and no one's friends I mean, with hey, David. <laughs> you know, that's the thing when you come to tribal council and you have a site six, then she gets to go out guns blazing. Like, it eh. was really guns blazing. It was like a pellet gun. Pellet pea shooter. <laughs> yeah. Pea shooter blazing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, what did you think of the decision that they kept Stephanie and not Krista? How'd that go down? I thought as um as a viewer, definitely keep Stephanie. Right. She was definitely much more entertaining. You've been critical of Stephanie in the past. I'm I'm critical of her decisions. They're not really things that if I were playing, because I am the greatest survivor of all time, of I would have done. <laughs> but she's definitely good for the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could see you in an alliance with Russell. Why? I could see that. It's like, I'm in an alliance with Nicole. I, she- I, I would never align with Russell. Get <laughs> out of here. That, I think that would be... You fit the profile. I, well, I'm little. Yeah. Mm, I guess so. Yeah, they, that could be a power alliance. <laughs> yeah, the, the two dwarfs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, that could be good. Um, but, yeah, they didn't really explain why it was Krista instead of Stephanie. It seemed like the tribe had had it with Stephanie much more than Krista. Yeah, I think that they, you know, I think Krista's social game was just so much worse than Stephanie's. Like, she, Krista made no effort to... To really even talk to anybody, or even talk. She said that they were like the Brady Bunch on a camping trip, and she was like the uh, stepchildren, or the, uh, the unwanted stepchildren. Uh, yeah, something like Which that. sounds a little bit like Cousin Oliver to me. Yeah. You don't know who that is? I know who Cousin Oliver is. Okay. He's a little blonde kid. <laughs> okay. That <laughs> They didn't want him either. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what did you think of uh, Jeff's uh, reward challenge announcement? Um, I think it's getting pretty weak. It wasn't as good as it, it's, it's been in the past. It was the better of... This season? This season, yes. Uh, what, what do we have? Coffee, tea... Sugar. Honey. A basket of... What is it? I can't even read my pastries. own... Pastries. Pastries. <laughs> yeah. The basket of pastries was what saved it for me. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is kind of a boring one. Yeah. And, a, and a, a topped off with a basket of pastries. <laughs> is that really a, a reward challenge that you want to win? 
I don't think you don't want to win. Right. I guess, well, I guess, I guess that's, that's, that's right. I guess so. But I would imagine major stomach cramps after. Have you seen at Starbucks, they've come out with the mini muffins or mini uh, cupcakes? Oh, they also have these cake lollipops. <laughs> I don't know what's going on at Starbucks. I think a uh, coffee bean just got blown out of the water. Yeah, probably. Not a big coffee bean? I like their, I like their coffee better, but their pastries are definitely better at Starbucks. And I get a lot of free Starbucks. <laughs> Ooh. Yes. We, we'll get into that on our coffee podcast <laughs> upcoming. Where we'll talk about... Coffee talk with what, Rob and Nicole. <laughs> what's better? Yeah, we'll talk about lofts, New York. Um, you know, uh, no big whoop. No, you stole my line. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so this is all uh, stuff that we'll cover on coffee uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. Lots of coffee go- giving them away on Survivor over the last couple of years. Well, I guess it gets them a little regular. <laughs> so. You know, that's, that's a problem. Yeah. Uh, anything else? What about uh, Ashley? Uh, she like she has to be fake on Survivor. She has to be fake. Yes, she has to be fake because she doesn't really. Li- they don't really like Andrea and Philip. Yes. Yes. And. and uh, Opens all when girls talk about being fake on Survivor, it opens all sorts of possibilities. Now we start the questions. <laughs> what is fake? Yeah, who's who's faking? Who's faking what? Mm-hmm. Whose boobs are fake? Yeah, all all good stuff to yep. talk about. Uh, <laughs> anything else from the episode, Nicole? I guess that's it. I was that the tribal council is what really got me. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, I, I talked about it in the opening, but uh, not so much. Uh, what about Philip's trade massage for donuts? Is that a good trade? Um, I think that's a pretty awesome deal. <laughs> Which end? <laughs> well, is, is is he wearing his pink panties or no? Oh, I think they're under. They're briefs, Nicole. They're panties. Let's let's be give Philip some credit. If they're pink, they're panties. I guess that's that's the rule. The rule. That's the rule. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, it is St. Patrick's Day today, and yes. I thought that this might be an interesting question to pose to you and to the listeners. Okay. Uh, who is the greatest Irish survivor of all time? Oh, that's a, I, don't, I don't know. Tom Westman? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That's the only person that really jumped out to me. Are there any other Irish survivors who come to mind? Kathy O'Brien? Ooh, okay. <laughs> Can we make the, all, uh, the all-star Irish team of yeah. Survivor? Okay. For St. Patrick's Day, yes. it'll probably be the day after St. Patrick's Day by the time most of you guys are listening to this. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who else can we put on the That's all I can think of. Irish survivor list? Is Rob with two Bs Irish? He looks Irish. Rob Zabachnik? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. He's really pale. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I don't think he's looking that Irish. Yeah, with his black hair. Are there any red-headed survivors? Not that that's a stereotype. What about Ralph? Is he Irish? Is Ralph Irish? I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. He, he could pass... As, like, having some leprechaun in him. Yeah, this... <laughs> perhaps. Yeah, he's more leprechaun-y, I think, than yes, Irish, per yeah. se. Yeah. Are leprechauns Irish? I don't know. They're just leprechauns. I think that I don't know, they've seemed to be roped in with the St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. So, that'll be... That's a good one. Let's see if maybe uh, you guys have some thoughts on that. Yeah. The all-Irish team, and they can face off against, what, the all-Italian the team? The Guido team. Guido's... Yeah. Guido's versus uh, Irish people? Yes. Survivor 30? <laughs> yes, perfect. Let's do it. All right. Okay, so, uh, Nicole, are you ready for the comments? Always ready for the comments. All right, as always, we like to break the comments into uh, the 10. The top 10. The, the tribal 10. We need some sort of a good name for 
Okay, so tribal ten. The tribal ten for now. The uh, the ten that suck. <laughs> the ten that suck. This is also open up for debate. So uh, let us know what, if you have a good name for the the ten comments uh-huh. that we like to read at the end of the show. Uh, we always like to start talking off about uh, what you guys thought of the last show. Uh, number ten. So we'll start off with whoop de doo says uh, John Fincher is awesome. Uh, I think this is my favorite podcast, and I've listened to them all. I like the concept of you guys watching, taking notes together. John is really involved, analytical, and a fun guest. You guys really made my day. Yeah. Thanks. And, and you know what? The bell is still in the other room, uh, so I'll hit the stapler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, apparently John was a little, a little tipsy. Apparently. We got him a little tipsy. Yeah, and John Fincher actually... Uh, Rare is the Rob has a podcast guest that goes and writes uh, back to you guys in the comments as well. Except Johnny Fairplay, but we usually have to delete Sometimes them. we have to delete <laughs> the things that Johnny Fairplay writes back to you guys before you see them. Yes. Uh, John Fincher, though, is uh, mixing it up a little bit with the fans. So is he, you know, is he in the Stephen Fishback zone? He's headed towards the uh, Rob has a podcast uh, Hall of Fame. Oh but goodness. Nicole's comments earlier in this podcast uh, <laughs> dropped him down a couple pegs to he will never be on the podcast again. <laughs> No, we should get him next week. <laughs> All right, Nicole, what about number nine? What did Josh have to number say? Number nine. Uh, I'm not sure what made this podcast so good, John being a great guest or having the guest be there with you guys in person. Next week, you need to have someone shitty come in your house. That's the way we can know for sure. So interesting. So he doesn't know if the fact that, that it was John Fincher was good or having somebody <laughs> there in person a live studio made it good. Audience. So we need to get somebody shitty, bring them to the house, and then do a podcast and see how that goes. Well, I don't think Danielle DiLorenzo was shitty. No, well, she didn't come to our house either. Oh, right, yeah. That that was the other part that of that. That was the other part that I read. All right, so think of the uh, the shittiest person who was on Survivor in L.A. Shouldn't be tough. <laughs> and uh, we'll invite them over and have a podcast. Do we really want them in our house? <laughs> I guess so. It will go to their house. <laughs> we'll bring everything to their house. We'll bring the bell. Uh, okay, so... Uh, the. You know, you guys had some good things to say, but you also uh, had some critical things to oh, say. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ryan Osprey says... Rhino. Uh, not the real Rhino. Uh-huh. Uh, a different Rhino. I love your podcast and listen to almost every one, but never do another video cast. You look so awkward. Who looks awkward? I think that's directed at me. Oh, I thought he was talking about John for a second. I go, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole? <laughs> okay. Well, then, uh, also... <laughs> We also, you know, uh, we didn't post the, or we didn't mention the video that we had done. But yeah, if you hadn't seen it, we have a, l- a little video of uh, our setup during the John Fincher podcast. If you want to yes. go back and check that out, and that's not the real studio that we recorded. That was our living room. Don't shatter the illusion, Nicole. The studio is much better. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, Le Conrad says, I think you missed the boat on the Rug- Russell exit interview because some of your guests and a certain unnamed co-host what? have been less than civil about about Russell. Uh, Russell probably thinks that you have been way too accommodating of their criticisms by indulging them in their personal attacks rather than keeping the discussion somewhat rational. This probably is related to the sucking kneecaps comment from Shane Powers. I know that's how you roll, but understanding how ego-driven Russell is leads me to that conclusion. Great guest, good podcast. Keep up the good work. Yeah, I have a lot to say about this comment. Okay. So uh, where do you want to start? Okay. So first of all, Russell is very vocal on how he feels about other people. He has posted many negative uh, things. I don't think – this is Russell Hansen uh, that he's no. very politically correct. Believe it or not, I have seen a few things that he's written. He's written some pretty 
not-so-nice things about Ralph. He calls other people bitches, and they don't know how to play, yada, yada, yada. We say a few things that hurt his feelings. Wow, well, I can't come on the show. But he, you know, you can dish it, you can't take it? Well, Nicole, that's that's where I think you're wrong, because uh-huh. I said from, from, from day one, we want to... Look, if if we're offending people, we're doing something wrong. And if we've offended Russell, then... Back to the letter. Back to the drawing board on, yeah. on the whole show. Yes. We're entitled to our opinions. Now, please, I've already... I've apologized to Russell now. No, I have to don't apologize, get me, Russell. Don't get me into more hot water with Russell. I apologize. And then... Yeah, then uh, you don't want to make enemies out of Russell. You're the greatest player that's ever lived. It's going to blindside me. I'm not going to see it coming someday. This would be terrible. Yeah. Uh, as far as Shane Powers and sucking kneecaps, Shane Powers said that uh, the problem with this podcast is that I am too easy on the guests. Right. And I do not ask the tough questions. Well, that's where Shane Powers and Russell Hans are going to disagree. Yes. So, uh, yeah, Shane Powers said the opposite. Uh-huh. Too easy on the guests. So if we did suck kneecaps, he'd be on the show. If this was a kneecap, if I was the Rob who sucked kneecaps... Uh, we would have had Russell Hans. Right. So, yeah, that, that's how we agree to disagree, Lacan, Laconard. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Nicole, what, what did, uh, number six? This is uh, from my Twitter account. Number six. Uh, where are we? Right, right, right. From, uh, from Big six. Frankie? From Big Frankie. Oh, okay. A.K.A. Frank Clark <laughs> on Twitter. He says, at Rob Sesternino, can you please address volume issues from the last couple of podcasts? I had to abandon 20 minutes into each one. Bummed. Sad face. Well, you know, some of you had written to me privately and complained about the lack of comments from Frank Clark on the last couple of podcasts and wanted to know if something had happened to Frank Clark, if everything was okay. Yeah. And, uh... He had to abort mission. He aborted the mission. Uh, volume, not up to standards. And uh, I have to say, I will accept full responsibility for this. I have, uh, we have a recently, new intern. I have recently gotten a new MacBook. Uh, I normally record these podcasts into my regular Mac. Uh-huh. And uh, there was one of the settings in the export that I hadn't had exactly set up the same. I think I've resolved the issue. I'm going to go back and re-upload some of those podcasts that you guys had said were a little low yeah. and weren't able to hear. And hopefully uh, this doesn't become a problem anymore. But oh. I do I appreciate the feedback. I know a lot of, a lot of you guys uh, had, had said a few things about the audio on the last show. Most of you guys were pretty nice about it. Yeah. Uh, I've also been making a lot of tweaks with the website. Some yes. of them you may have noticed. Some of them you may not, not have noticed. But... Uh, anytime you have any sort of like a tweak or anything or anything that you think that can be improved on the website or stuff like that, uh, Rob has an email at gmail.com. Yes. And uh, let me know if you have, uh, you know, constructive or unconstructive criticisms, stuff that we could be doing better. Yes. Appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, number five. uh, (laughs) Oh, this is a good one. Uh, Nicole, this might be your tweet of the week right here. This might be it. This one is from uh, Rowan St. James, uh-huh. who writes... Sounds like a nice person. Mm, let, me, let me read the tweet. Okay. <laughs> uh, at Rob Sesternino, you have some of the worst blogs. You're pretty boring, too. No wonder CBS doesn't want to bring you back. Where's that stapler? <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, let's go. Let's tweet take this, of the week. Take this in three parts. Uh, okay. You have some of the worst blogs. Okay. okay. That's just, not... Just some. It's not all of yeah. you. You don't have all of it's the not, worst you have blogs. The worst blog. It doesn't say that. I only have some of okay. the worst blogs, so I'll take that. I can that. have a few others that are worse. Uh, you're pretty boring too. Not totally boring. 
Yeah, I'll yeah. take that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Grain of salt. Yeah. And then uh, no wonder CBS doesn't want to bring you back. Now, whether CBS wants to or does not want to bring me back for another Survivor, pretty sure it has fairly little to do with the quality of my blogs. Probably not. I'm not sure they're saying, like, uh, all right, uh, who's the best blogger? Boston Rob. Boston Rob? Okay, yeah. He's a tremendous blogger. Yeah. Russell? Oh, yeah. Kill, killing it on blogs. Yeah. Get him. I'm pretty sure blogging, not not a factor. Mm-hmm, pretty sure. <laughs> pretty sure. But thank you, Rowan St. James. Yes, that was very constructive criticism. Tweet for a tweet of the week. Yeah. You get the award. Thank you. There you go. Uh, here, let me, t- let me uh, gra- grab this one. Uh, this is number four from Teacher Mike. Okay. He says, uh, long-time listener... Just registered. Great podcasts. I feel like I should be paying a hefty subscription fee for all the great laughs you and Nicole and the guests have delivered over the past year. (laughs) Uh, Would never ask for a subscription fee. Uh But if you are so inclined, uh, there are many fine sponsors who put their ads (laughs) on the sides of the podcast and, you know. Click away. Feel free. Yeah. Go right ahead because they're <laughs> amazing products. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he also goes on to add, in homage to your awesome Lost podcast, picture this. Philip. Uh, this is talking about how Russell vowed to live on through in uh-huh. spirit through Philip. Picture this. Philip crumples to the ground in the next immunity challenge. His last words as he collapses are, I wish you had believed me that I'm a federal agent. He wakes up, now possessed with Russell Hans's spirit, a la the man in black, John Locke, smoke monster, uh-huh. who proceeds to kick ass all over the island. Ooh. Russell Hans finally, and then he would officially be the man in black. Uh-huh. Uh, Russell Hans cl- finally claims through Survivor Victory, through Philip's host body, causing the destruction of humankind. The last thing we see is an extreme close-up of Russell's shaved, infected armpits closing, <laughs> then fade to black. Ooh, that's Ooh. that's actually better than the lost ending. Yeah, it actually is. Yeah, that is actually better than the lost ending. Very insightful, Teacher Mike. Insightful, Teacher Mike. That's why he's a teacher. Yeah. All right, Nicole. What about uh? <laughs> what I like about- how you give me the short sentences. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Alan says, in honor of Russell Hans, I just shaved my armpits. I'm not kidding. Okay, okay. so Alan is... <laughs> I hope you don't get a rash. <laughs> Alan's shaving armpits. Yeah. Uh, this is from uh, number two, Floy says, uh, hey Rob, I heard you asked about the international version of Redemption Island. Well, it was, and this is actually insightful. We did with some jokes, some complaints, and this is actually somebody with some actual information. Okay. So uh, it was done twice on the Israeli version. The first time, the person who won Redemption Island got back at the final five and reached the finals. Most people thought it was really unfair because he was one of the earlier boots, kind of like Matt from this season. So that meant the guy didn't have to play the social and strategic point of the game, which is essentially what the Survivor is all about, and the jury thought so too. The second time was a fans versus favorite season. Mm -hmm. Two players got to go back at the merge, and then they had an immunity at the first tribal council. Neither got to the finals. So, interesting. So, the Israeli survivor, they got back at final five, and then they brought two back at the merge. Yes. So, maybe that'll be next season. They'll say, this season, two people are coming back from Redemption Island. Mm. And eventually, everybody will just come back. Eventually, everybody wins. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We should hope we live to see that day. Yeah. so uh, you want to put an over-under? Give me your pick of when they're going to bring somebody back from Redemption Island. Um, when Boston Rob goes. Yeah, but give us a number. Let's How many people say, are left? You think it's before the merge or after? I think it's after the merge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the finale show is with five people. Uh-huh. So I feel like it's going to be like with like six or seven people. Yeah, left. I'm going to say eight. Ooh, okay. Eight. So I'll take under eight. Okay. 
And then here we go. Number one, uh, a little bit of a long one. Oh, so let me see. Yeah, I can't read this. <laughs> Strap in. Uh, this is from Marvin Ahrens. And he actually sent this to me in a Facebook message. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, Marvin says, uh, Rob, since you asked on the last podcast, it, in the night from the 13th to the 14th, I had a dream about Survivor. Oh. Should we be playing music? We did. T- <laughs> 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 we talked about uh, how we have, like, some fantasy music. Or, like, the waves crashing. Ooh. <laughs> okay. So, uh I had asked in The Last Survivor, if people are falling asleep with the podcast on in their headphones, uh-huh. are they having dreams about this podcast? Uh-huh. So he goes on Dirty to say, dreams? I had an alliance with Evil Russell, who I like most. Sorry, Rob. And we found a hidden immunity idol. During the search, there was an official meeting with Jeff and the rest of the tribe. The twist of the hidden immunity idol was that we had to put up some kind of puzzle statue, which was not that far away from the meeting. So basically, the others saw Russell trying to build it and push the pieces to our immunity idol was worthless. You had to build the statue in private, I guess. I'm not saying that you can apply logic to my dream. Finally, when Russell and I arrived at the middle of the meeting, not tribal council, by the way, Jeff asked me questions why I was not here from the beginning, and I felt pretty bad and sad about it because Jeff didn't approve of my doings. Mm -hmm. Everyone pushed me back to some kind of wall where they basically pushed me like a horde of zombies. Rob zombies? Uh, and there you were in the last row of people. You also did not approve of my strategy, so I was sad about that too. (laughs) Finally, I had enough and pushed everybody back, including you, who I hit because I couldn't get out. Oh, what a jerk. Now you were crying, and I felt Mm. bad about it because you're one of my favorites. Oh, crybaby. In the end, I allied with Russell and hit Rob C. Awesome Awesome dream. dream. (laughs) Okay. So not only are people... Falling asleep with the podcast and dreaming of the podcast. They're also beating me up. Yes. In the dreams. I bet some of them, they're not going to admit it, but they're having dirty dreams. <laughs> okay. I, yeah. Dirty you bit. can admit it. <laughs> uh, and and is one of those people you? Uh, maybe on the last podcast. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> you, you got where I was going. You didn't need to... Didn't yes. need to bring it home. Oh, well, I just I just got a tweet from... from um Yeah. Common Kerr. And he just brought to my attention something that you you said on the Tribes podcast. Oh, what was that? Um, something about me um, mutilating your genitalia. No, no, <laughs> I have that backwards. I have that backwards. Uh, you'll have to listen. I. Oh, well, he well he what he wrote was just listen to Survivor podcast. Hope you ho- didn't hold Rob to this genital mutilation thing. All right. If you want to know about that, you, you have to check out the uh, the, the tribe podcast. Uh, that we we don't need to go. Into <laughs> I here. need to know. When the- re- I'll tell I'll tell you off the air. <laughs> okay. Uh, but those are a great great bunch of guys. Yes. Uh, uh, John Norton and Ma- and Maggie and Adam. I can't let you speak without me. <laughs> and that, that crew, they they do a great job. Yes. Okay. So uh, that's going to do it for this podcast. Uh huh. Go ahead and uh, let us hear your comments and your tweets. We do love reading them. They do crack us up all yes, week long. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, we're going to go ahead and post this podcast. Nicole and I are going to watch the Trump roast tonight. Trump, I can't wait to watch the epic fail of the situation. I will laugh at the awkwardness. And then we'll cover it all. I don't know whether to cover it on our Jersey Shore podcast or our Celebrity Apprentice podcast. Hmm, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good question. That's a good question. Uh, I heard great things, though. Yes, and we're going to have some drinks in celebration of St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, that's everything for this show. We really jam-packed it in there. Yeah. And uh, until next time. Talk, kids. Talk to you later. Bye.